0: From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. How's How's it going? This is the best (laughs) beer show on the internet. Are you fucking new? Like, Uh (laughs) What did I say last time? I don't know, but you didn't interrupt me. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get too deep here, I should probably get the uh, the boring bits out of the way. So the American Home Brewers Association does a lot to support homebrewing and home brewers, and now they support us. Joining the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link at the of our homepage and join today. If you'd like to support us directly, head on over to Patreon.com slash new Studios and become a patron today. I'd like to give a shout-out to our Black Belt patron, Andy Thompson, if you'd like to be as awesome as him. Head over to Patreon.com slash new Studios and become a patron. All right, and if you're do any Amazon shopping first meander on over to BlindedStudios.com find that Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage, click on that, and then bookmark that shit, and just make that your Amazon link and then you don't have to do the first step Uh, and uh, do your Amazon shopping as normal we get a bit of a kickback from Amazon, really helps us out. All right, Brian, what have you been up to beer-related
1: Beer-related I think last week I talked about the Shandy product, and this week I will shout out the uh, we're gonna do a light beer uh like a American American light one. lager.
0: <gasps>
1: I'm so excited. You have no
0: idea how excited I am.
1: It's in the tank, my brother. Uh, so it will be 4% and uh, is uh, called HB Light or Hop and Barrel Light. Are you guys going to put it in like a silver and blue can? Well, it's a silver... It, well, it's obvious they're all in a silver bright well, can, but, but the, like... the labels have... It, it's, it's kind of neat. It reminds me of... Like those macro beer cans from back in the day.
0: Oh, like throwback style.
1: Uh huh. A little bit. Um. You'll you'll see the uh, light is in a cursive script, and then it's sort of like a gold, uh, and and there's a little bit of green, and uh, you'll you'll see it's kinda so kind n- of just like beer. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's still got that same like repeating hop. Okay, you know thing that is on all of our cans, uh, but yeah, that one they mashed uh, mashed in at one sixty one, and it was it was like n- probably a quarter of the grain that we usually use for other beers. So when the farmer came to pick up the, the tote, he was like, "What did you guys What did you guys brew?" Because it was basically did you use like rice syrup or uh, no, uh, just a lot of corn. Okay, um, corn sugar. Um, but yeah, mashed super high, threw in corn sugar. Um, it should be under. It should, well, we'll have it tested again. But the R
0: and D batch was like about a hundred calories. Was that uh, like two row or six row or? It was two. Two. Nice. Yep. Oh, I'm. So, I'm honestly very excited about this. It's beer. gonna be
1: interesting. It'll be in. In. Obviously, it'll be in six packs. Uh,
0: I don't know if there's a craft brewery in the area that has done an American light lager. Nope.
1: I hate to say it, but I feel like every time that we start doing R&D on something, uh, like either Bauhaus or Fair State will come out with it while we're doing it. And it's (laughs) happened a few times. But, uh, yeah, or stuff that we've shelved. They've come out with and it was like god damn it (laughs) so eh, everybody got the same ideas all the time and that's why it's so hard to give beers names and speaking of beer names we wanted it to be you know l-i-t-e light but miller light owns that so Uh, of course it was a no-go and then hb light was a no-go so on
0: this you should uh, just call it not heavy yeah Give me uh, not HB okay, not no heavy. heavy. Yeah. <laughs> but the
1: R and D batches were the ones that we put green food coloring in and shuffled over to Ziggy's at the, oh, b- the for bar uh, next store for the for yeah, St. The Pat's Green Yeah, green beer for St. Pat's Day, and then the remainder of it, the remainder of the how was it two barrels? So I think we did six barrels of it. And in any case, we put it on and there was a a family uh who had a um uh, they were at a funeral, and then they had come to, uh, you know, the Hop and Barrel to have their, you know, little food and little social yeah. hour after the funeral, and that, and uh, they crushed like two kegs of the, oh wow, <laughs> the HB light. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> well, this is one of those families. They're like, we're a Wisconsin family. You know, we drink a lot because that's what Wisconsin, what families, Wisconsin families do. Families do. And uh, they were like, "What's your lightest?" And it's usually the you know our Wisconsin our kind of Hellas, but according to my 91 year old grandmother, that beer is still too heavy, Brian. <laughs> so th- I was like, Ugh. "So
0: this beer's for Brian's grandma?"
1: Well, I mean, yeah. And essentially, the stools at our bar were for my grandmother because I they we everyone was like, "Why do you want to put backs on the stools?" And I'm like, "So my ancient grandmother doesn't fall off the back of it while well, she's." You know, tossing back beer. Well, also, bar.
0: it's a lot easier to stay in a stool when it has a back on it. I know. It's,
1: <laughs> the, 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 unfortunately, the stools at our tap room are brutally uncomfortable. And uh, <laughs> so, swing on down to Hop at Barrel,
0: sit on an uncomfortable stool, <laughs> and drink some white yeah. beer. Uh-huh. And fuck for you that, for that for that real down home Wisconsin experience. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like being uncomfortable. <laughs> It's only uncomfortable for the first two beers. After the third yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gordon? Oh, what the hell have I been up to? Oh, I finally got to check out Lynn Lake Brewery over oh, in Minneapolis, nice. yeah. and they had a, a nice, light, easy 12.5% imperial uh, <laughs> adjunct stout on tap. Dude, I awesome. you need to learn how sessionable works. <laughs> it was a very short session. Well, then he would drink 24 beers <laughs> instead of 12. <laughs> Seems better for the brewery. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> My money's valid. Damn it. <laughs> and uh, got some feedback from Bjorn Ironside, your listener, uh, about using or throwing some rye in to make the old guy. Yeah, chewy. yeah, that was that was interesting. Yeah, he was talking about uh, throwing some rye into your into your stout to add oh. a body and some chewiness.
1: I thought you had. Ryan, there at first. I mean, no, no. We're like,
0: don't do that. No, we. Were, uh, no? He had no. he had uh, bar or uh, was it flaked barley or uh, or roasted barley? Maybe? There was something roasted. weird in yeah, there that I was yeah. like,
1: why would we do that or why yep. would you do that? But okay, I think rye would be good. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cool. Uh yeah no yeah yeah Bjorn Bjornsson <laughs> our our uh, Finnish listener. Oh.
1: Yeah yeah you've brought him up before <laughs> haven't you? Yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah we've talked about Bjorn Bjornsson Sup, Bjorn. I've just been watching a lot of Vikings, and they call one of the characters
0: in there Bjorn Ironside. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Yeah, so, oh, me, what? uh, I bought a 3D printer. That's a thing that I did. What? Really? Yeah, it'll be here on Monday. Oh. Uh, So, actually, I want to give a shout-out, or uh, just kind of a call-out to our listeners. If you guys have any, like, ideas that might be brewing-related to use a 3D printer for, please uh, let me know. Because I'm, I'm kind of like, I, I'm looking for shit to print now. Print like, yourself a mash paddle. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I, I'd I have to use, make sure it's a food safe plastic and yeah, I'll figure that out. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that'll that be here uh, Yeah, tomorrow. So, I'm Sweet. kind of excited for that. We're going to have a little, we'll, we'll be able to make, magically make things. And Man. so, that'll be fun. We do coasters for down here. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, No, actually, uh, so uh, listener uh, Tom, he uh, has already um, converted our logo into a 3D print, and he's printed test coasters. And he's like, well, I should send them to you. And then I'm like, well, I just bought a 3D printer. And he's like, I'll just send you the file then. <laughs> and so, yeah, so I can print off some BNS coasters. And yeah, so that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, I got a few, few little pro- I picked it up for uh, Legends of Lothos, so I can print minis. Ooh yeah, yep. Yeah, be cool. yeah. uh, because I was looking at the cost of buying a bunch of minis, and I was like, uh. Warhammer's cheap. <laughs>
1: oh, dude! I heard the not that any of you, either of you, play War. Do you do Warhammer? I have uh, the chef recently. at the at Ziggy's is like a pro painter of. Oh really? Warhammer shit. Yeah, oh, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. He he show me his kill team, and I don't know. He's good. He does contract or not? He just custom shit. Yeah. So That's really cool. Weird.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's kind of where I've been at uh, brewing wise. Trying to figure out, like, been watching a lot of videos, researching three D printers, trying to figure out what I can do with it and stuff. I think the first thing I'm gonna do is uh, get a little uh, knob for my CO two uh, regulator, so I don't have to pull out a screwdriver every time. Because that's a really annoying. You have no idea. Like, I gotta find the screwdriver. I gotta angle it right. Oh my! It's uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Could keep it by said. Remember. Shut your fucking. Don't mouth. listen to
1: him. Don't listen to I him, mean, Casey. I was just right. throwing shit on the wall.
0: Huh? Okay, so let's let's dive into our discussion topic today because it's kind of a uh, it's kind of a heavy one. Lager. Yeah, we're continuing our discussion on loggers, and we're going to talk about different loggering methods because I mean it's one of those things that uh, Brian has mentioned multiple times. I think I've talked about it as well. You ask five different brewers how to do something, you're going to get five different answers. Oh, man, yeah. That's... And so, uh, like, looking around, I mean, they all kind of boil down into, like, these three different methods, and there might be more out there. I did kind of cursory research and dug in a little bit into these methods. You probably have heard every hack under the book. I know a thing a, or two. To make a faster lager. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, let's talk about uh, the important temperatures for logger, just as a kind of a recap uh, first one your primary fermentation 45 to 60 degrees Fahrenheit like under 60 is kind of, or 7 to 7 to 15 C um I don't think you'd ever want to go above 60 for a lager for your primary fermentation no I mean if we're talking about steam beer you get up well, you get beer, up there but, but a steam beer a steam beer is a hybrid it's not a yep true it's, so we'll leave that out of yeah.
1: the I'm sorry I brought that up
0: yeah well yeah and it's <coughs> the same thing like kolsch is a little different too yeah it's, same, yeah. So, I if mean. we're like if we're talking like traditional German, uh, like lagers, which I guess Colts is technically uh, German, German <laughs> <laughs> Leaving out of the conversation, yeah. All right, uh, and then uh, your diastole rest, your D rest, uh, 65 degrees or 18 C, um, and then your lagering temp, which 50 degrees Fahrenheit or 10 C. I, don't, I guess you could technically log lower than lower. You can logger lower. It depends. You, this is a lot of this that we're going to be talking about
1: is for temp is going to be strain dependent. Um, I guess at the brewery we use the Weinstefaner strain and uh, kind of stick with that.
0: Uh, so what what do you logger at
1: with that strain then? Uh, well, lagering temp is different than fermentation. Yeah, no, I don't so know, I'm talking logger temp. Loggering temp you want to get as low as low as low as, as, as you, can you can without freezing. As, is there
0: in. is there an upper limit like? If if you if your equipment can only get down to say like forty five degrees, you just logger at forty five then.
1: Yeah, uh, shoot. I mean, yeah, I guess it, it just it's just gonna take longer for it to smooth.
0: Okay. So oh, yeah. So the, so the higher it is, the longer it's gonna take.
1: Yeah, and I should note this right away. Like, you're only loggering when it's still in the fermentation tank. Once you package it, you are no longer loggering. Your beer is getting old. All right.
0: <laughs> that is I will note that. that. I mean that's that's a good distinction. It's like it's the same way uh, uh like if you're looking at a a number aged whiskey where like if it's like 12 years or whatever that only counts while it's still in the in barrel. the barrel. Yeah. It doesn't count once it's so. in the bottle. If you have a, you know, like and off the shelf like wild turkey from 20 years ago that's not a 20 year whiskey <laughs> that's an old ass bottle of wild turkey uh-huh, with a handsome looking turkey <laughs> on the label alright uh, so I mean lagering you can't you can't talk about lagering without first talking about the traditional lagering method um, which first you bring your wart down to pitching temp which very important don't pitch high, and then drop, or at least for traditional augering. Um, ferment until you're two to five points from your final gravity, or if you're using Play-Doh, do that conversion yourself. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it'd be, like, within half a point, I think. Like, half half to a point Play-Doh. Yep. yep. Um, and then, then you let your temp free rise uh, to 65 to 68 uh, for your diastole rest. For just a couple of days, um, and then you bring it back down uh, to below fifty, or literally as low as you can get it without freezing it. Unless you're making an ice box, then I don't know what you do. Uh- <laughs> hmm, that's an episode, right? <laughs> I could, yeah. I've
1: done a few in corny kegs, frozen them. Oh yeah. There's a certain sound they make when you shake it, and you know it's, it's like, good. Okay, now it's time to pull the, <laughs> the liquid.
0: Yeah, that actually, we should do an ice episode. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Uh, and then uh, yeah, uh, then a rule of thumb that I read um, a couple of places was hold uh, for one week for every uh, two Plato or point oh uh, oh eight uh, standard gravity of your. Oh yeah, of the starting gravity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a,
1: yep. I would find that to be accurate. However, you you said something about uh, for a standard lager fermentation that you could go as high as sixty eight. Uh, um, for,
0: for your diastole rest.
1: I don't know, man. That seems a little high. So yeah, unless so, well, you're so when
0: when I was I, so I did some research on to ask the acid rest, and it it might be wrong, but I saw saw sixty five to sixty eight on the as as like the temp range mm-hmm. for your de rest in a few different places. But I I don't know. I've never done one. I don't know.
1: I'd I'd stick more to sixty one to sixty five when you're doing a standard it's, method. Okay, but if you're doing lever. like Narsis, modified Narsis, or any of the the quick methods. Uh, then I would, you know, then, yeah, six, you know, 60.
0: You said 61 to 65? hmm
1: yeah, six, 68 for modified or for, I mean, and I'll be honest with you, and I will say this out loud all day long, every episode, if if what if what I say contradicts what Brewlosophy has done, go with what Brewlosophy says. <laughs> <laughs> that Marshall shot has done more work for the homebrew community than, than any man on this earth uh, or you know, uh, there's a lot of guys out there that have done a lot of good things. Tasty McDowell and and uh, the um, Brewing Network people, uh, but yeah, with these triangle tests, it's just some infallible shit. So, mm-hmm. anywho, yeah, I mean, th- but then again, what what's what do we always say? Like you said at the top of the show, if, you know, ask five people, get five answers. So, yep.
0: Yeah, and I feel like we try to do a decent job of. Not letting our personal bias get too much in the way. Yeah. Unless you're drinking beer out of a bowl. and then I will never drink fucking <laughs> beer out of a fucking bowl. No way. Well, I mean, a bowl is just like a shallow cup, dude. No. <laughs> bowl is
1: what I eat my cereal out of. Move to northern Wisconsin and everything goes to shit back here. Uh, they, but you put some Rice Krispies
0: in there and then you have the breakfast of ex-champions, right? Snap, I'd, crackle, and burn. I'd be into that. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and burn. <laughs> Yeah, I can't take credit for that. That's a uh, mash joke. So nice, because um, I'm an old man apparently. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, so anything you'd like to add about the traditional auger method before we move on? I don't know. I'd just
1: say it's lo- loose definition: forty-five to fifty degrees for a couple weeks, uh, followed by a two-day diastole rest. Um, you're gonna want to pay real close attention to the gravity. So,
0: how do you know when your
1: diastole rest is done? Well. You got to check the gravity okay? because so. if, if there's not enough action going in the fermenter, you're not going to free rise. Like if the yeast aren't running around doing their shit, yep. it won't free rise. So if you're if you get too attenuated or too far down in the fermentation, you're going to lose that window. So, uh, you know, the last I'd say the last part of the two weeks of the fermentation, I would I would keep a good eye on the gravity. I would check the gravity every day you know of that two weeks you know i mean it's 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 tough to to keep pulling work from only five gallons you know and just
0: watching it disappear right
1: right so but yeah the energy the heat energy from the fermentation cycle and the way that the yeast swim around and work that's what gets you to your um uh acid rest temperature the free rise quote
0: unquote and then do you let it just finish out um yeah, at, at that temp, and then yep. when that once it's finished out, do you drop it or do you let it sit there for another day or so? No,
1: one to two days, sixty-one to sixty-five, and then crash it. Okay, is mm-hmm. what I would and do. Then if bring you were it just doing down as, as
0: far as your equipment will yep. allow it. Jacques Cousteau low. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then, if you don't want to wait, like I mean, you're looking at like for your standard. Standard, like, Pilsner, would, would you say your starting gravity is, like, 1056, 1060, somewhere in there? Sure. If you're There's... looking
1: for, like, a 5 percenter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're just, like, your regular Pilsner. Okay. Uh, so, for every uh, 0.08, on, or, uh, yeah, .08 on that, you're looking at, well, that's five weeks? Mm-hmm. That's a long time. It is. I mean, that kind of brings us to the, like, why would we
1: want to do a modified, like, and that's, well, because I want the beer right away. Well,
0: and uh, even at the, like, especially at the commercial, like, at the homebrew level, yeah, that sucks, five weeks, but, ah, it's five weeks, you know, just play with your 3D printer, do something ridiculous, (laughs) like.
1: (laughs) Well, it's a plan ahead situation. I mean, you want the beer as soon as possible for, you know, your ROI, return on investment. I mean, if you've got an equipment shortage, that's another reason, like, you don't have enough Tanks, or you don't have enough carboys, yeah. um, and then you know, also saving on energy
0: too. I mean, well, keeping something cold sucks. Yep. Yeah, and I mean, true. I guess in the winter, if you have access to a cave, you could just shove it in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to my cave. <laughs> something that every bearded brewer should never say. What? <laughs> <laughs> How was your trip to Brian's cave? <laughs> 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 you got real weird. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about is uh, one that I found on Um. And I guess it's called the, the Narciss method. Would be the Narciss logger
1: fermentation method. There is also a modified, but let's start with yep. regular ass. Yeah. Uh, or
0: like the quick logger. method. Yep. Um, and so it starts the same. You bring your wart down to pitching temp. Um, but then, when the beer is at about 50% attenuation, you be, you begin a slow rise to your diastole rest. Um, so, we're talking, you know, like, uh, about 5 degrees well, every that, 12 hours. That sounds like modified.
1: I, the, oh, this, the, okay. Yeah, regular Narzis, you'd, you'd ferment as normal at two-thirds uh, of your fermentation at the 46 to 50 range, and then 68 for the final third of the time.
0: Oh, okay. All right, yeah. yeah.
1: And then modified would be uh like 75 percent terminal gravity and then 56 to 60 until you're 90 percent done and then uh up to 61 to 65 until uh terminal okay so is that the biggest
0: difference between the modified
1: and the correct yeah because there's three steps in modified technically 46 to 50 51 to 55 and then 61 to 65 to finish it out okay um and then that would you know that would suffice as your d rest sixty one to sixty five, yep. but as far as like the regular narzis, it's it's a two thirds one third ratio.
0: Okay, and then after then then the big thing that changes here is after you do that, like I mean that's a massive change too because you're you're just ramping up your uh, your temp way early. Yeah. Um. But so you do that. And then you do a five degrees uh, per twelve hours ramp down mm-hmm. to uh, 30, 32, and you just hold that for three to five days, and yeah. you call her good. Call it a day. Yep. Um, do you? So I mean, there. Uh, so if you're at, if you're at like sixty-five, and you're doing five degrees per twelve hours, you're going down to thirty. You're looking at what three days, eight days max at. Uh, like at quote unquote logger temps, yeah. Have you done this method?
1: Not for a long, long, long okay. time. All right. Um, and yeah, it's barely distinguishable, like the
0: flavor, or from traditional mm-hmm. versus this. Okay,
1: but you know that being said, uh, the the longer you logger, the smoother it is, and it's definitely gonna taste way different, and you will notice. You know, so it's,
0: it's discernible, just barely, barely discernible. Okay, but if um, so yeah,
1: so I, I, I would only recommend doing these as if you were on a homebrew level. I would never do this on a
0: on a commercial commercial
1: level. level. Like I, the, the difference in flavor is so. It's just it's, in my in my mind is remarkable. So,
0: okay. Um, yeah. So. I mean, yeah, do this at the homebrew level if you're slammed for time. And you want to be a little bit more hands-on, I guess. Because it's... uh, What I like about the traditional method is after I do my diastole rest, I don't have to think about it for another six weeks. Like, yeah, it's fine. Just let it go do its thing. It's all good. It's over there. Um, But yeah. uh, And then uh, the final... Uh, or I guess the next one. There might be others that we're going to talk about that aren't on here. But the next one uh, I got from More Beer uh, from Dr. Uh, Mickey Willis, and I really just like to say that name. <laughs> uh, uh, and he calls it the warm Warmwalker Method. I have not heard of this one. This is interesting. And to this me. one I feel like is terrible, but <laughs> <laughs> but we're I haven't done about it, so it anyway. I, can't, I can't I can't say anything. <laughs> but We're going to talk about it. So basically, you bring your. Uh, you bring your wart down to 35 to 40 degrees to pitch. Uh, you place your fermenter in an insulated area, like uh, not with active cooling, um, just something insulated like a foam box, a large cooler, uh, anything where you have some R value around your fermenter. And so you've dropped your, your wart down to near freezing. Um, and then you just, you pitch, you allow that to rise to ambient temperature, and then just package when you hit terminal gravity. Uh, They say it works I haven't tried it I kinda wanna Like just to see Like if Yeah I don't see why not Yeah it's You got the tank space Let her Well I mean I have a lot of Unused buckets and stuff now So (laughs) Right I just gotta figure out What to What to insulate it in I guess I could just wrap A bunch of towels around it That might work Towels seem nice Though I don't know How I'm gonna get it down To 30 degrees first Oh Put it in an ice bath maybe could be so Yeah like little Do that Ice cream situation Like a yep. swamp cooler Like uh, <laughs> Oh yeah Get you a swimming pool <laughs> A little swimming pool Down here uh, The problem is I'm gonna fans. I'll, I'll put a swimming pool And a fan down here And I'll just see Carlos and no. the Floaties sitting yeah. in, the, in the pool Like probably Drinking be a margarita a Or something Like Carlos What are you doing In my fermentation tank No it's a swimming pool He oh.
1: seems like The type of person That would eat food While in the bathtub So <laughs> I think
0: <laughs> That explains why I keep finding lettuce In the drain Gosh <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> lettuce boy. Um, yeah, so those are those are the three that I found. Brian, are there other like so at the homebrew scale or at the commercial scale? Um, are there other methods that you use besides the traditional or the quit or well? So you, so what do you do at the brewery? Do you wait? Uh, do you hold up a tank for five weeks? or Absolutely. Okay.
1: Yeah. One. I mean, we knew we wanted to do a lot of loggers when we started out, so we. You know, we have extra tanks um, for more reasons than, than can you, just that. So, can
0: you logger in a bright tank or no? Just in the ferment, yeah. Just, conical,
1: okay. the, the the geometry of the vessel matters. Okay. Um, and furthermore, if if you could just take the bright tank and put it on its side, then that'd be even better. Oh, if Does that makes sense, like
0: horizontal, because yeah. you want as Lagering, much contact within, yeah. with the uh, with the sediment as or yeast as possible. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then that's another reason why. Um, Shit, is it, is it Budweiser that ages on beechwood chips?
0: Yeah, uh, because I, I was reading that. Uh, this, yeah, beechwood age. and the reason they do beechwood is because uh, of the of the porous nature of beechwood. They mm-hmm. uh, what is it? They inoculate the wood with the yeast. Yep. And then they put that in there because your surface area is so much higher. Yeah, that's
1: what we call a substrate. So it's just another substrate or another little place for the yeast to play around on. It gives them more surface area because your tank only has so much, obviously. Right? Mm-hmm. It's round and long, or tall. But yeah, with those chips in there, that's they're not trying to impart impart flavor. And in fact, they probably do something to remove remove any flavor. Any flavor. Well, of I think they use beechwood wood
0: because it's such a neutral, neutral. wood.
1: Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if there is another step to it, though. I mean, it's
0: well, yeah,
1: you know, it's that's it's uh, like well, like when I was at the Jägermeister Distillery, they they do a process to their oak folders to pull any kind of of that flavor out of there. Oh, just all the oak flavor. Uh huh. Why don't are they using that. oak then? Well, I've. I don't know Cause, Seems because because like that's what oak. because that's what they could get back then. Like I don't really know. Um, again, it might be a it might be a substrate thing, but they don't deal with yeast. I don't really know. So
0: well, they do deal with yeast though to get their uh, their mash uh, fermented, don't they?
1: Nah, they buy neutral spirit. Oh and wow, make,
0: and blend. I'm learning things. Yeah, they, and there's
1: different they, there's different ratios because the the ratio of like alcohol to water. That they use is specific to like the five ingredients that that uh what do they call it not heshing um i can't think of the name of it. what in the hell the term was that she said anyway it'll come to me but that you know they've if there's 56 herbs and spices in yagameister, they take you know uh, these six work the best at this water and alcohol ratio and then they test and see how you know okay yeah it does taste like how it should taste and then they they blend Afterward, oh wow!
0: So, were you able to taste it at the different
1: steps? No, you couldn't taste anything at the actual distillery at all. What? Yeah, nothing. That sounds sad. Like we, you had to, you get to lock your phone up in a little phone locker.
0: Oh, like during the tour, like Mm -hmm. there, there was a Jägermeister tasting after the tour.
1: No. Wow,
0: that sounds. Kind of like a bit of a letdown. It
1: sounds very German is what it sounds like. <laughs> no, you have to go somewhere else,
0: man. You got to go somewhere else if you <laughs> want to drink our product.
1: <laughs> they, they did hook it up with a little little package, gift package where they were like, you know, here's a couple shot glasses and a, and a nice little bottle. Oh, okay. Uh, so they hooked it up with, with some free egg for sure. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it was interesting. And they do an early shift too. So our tour, everybody was like beating feet to get out of there at like two o'clock. Our tour was from like I don't know, like twelve thirty to two thirty or something. Okay, like so that. you're
0: like you're watching the shift change, like everybody's just trying to get out and yeah. go
1: home. And mm-hmm. yeah, we saw the head distiller a couple times. He came and said hello, and then um, he was like, "Oh, you know, I must leave. My family is at home, and you know." And we're like, "Okay, we'll see you later, Mr. Fritz."
0: You know, I have to so. be home exactly at this time, and the train runs exactly at this time, and.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, one <laughs> one thing I will say: German train schedules—they were definitely on time, but they are very, very confusing.
0: <laughs> that actually sounds very, very German. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, and they're the ones who came up with this ridiculous method for making beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With. Did we? I, I know. I know that maybe this isn't
1: or maybe this is or is not a part of this episode but did we mention
0: your your yeast pitching rate on loggers
1: we did last
0: uh, last last logger episode but I feel like that's uh, it's something that we need to reiterate yeah reinforce that double it double it and then if you think that's not enough you're probably right and do more yeah uh, it's uh, yeah. It,
1: like, so if you're using two packages of ale yeast, do you want to use four packages of lager yeast, or you want a really nice yep. yeah big, if fat, liter, if you, yeah? If you're using a one lo- liter starter,
0: yeah. If you're using a one liter starter, step that up to two. Hmm. Um. Like, yeah. Do as much as you. Well, and I don't like. Do you want to do that with all of these methods though? Like well yes. you, yeah you do because you don't want to stress any especially no. if you're doing like a faster or a warm. You want that to be... Yeah, as stress-free as possible. This this warm method, like, I feel like it's just going to be so fruity. And so, I I don't know. I want to try it. Yeah? Seems like a really fun way to do a steam beer, though. True. Why? Because you were looking for those weird temps anyway, and... I don't know. I want to try it. All right, well, next next damn thing we're going to do is we're going to... uh, Uh, do this test, I guess. Traditional versus warm. Yep. That'll be fun. Speaking of fun things, uh, so was it three weeks ago we talked about the water test, or it was two weeks ago, something like that, uh, where we had the beer side by side? Very interesting results with that. Um, so around the table, we all agree, well, most of us thought that, uh, the treated one tasted better. Uh, out in the wild... (laughs) The other one was getting more uh, more love. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that makes no sense. But I, I mean,
1: I thought they were both pretty decent.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think it was the because uh, I, I I prefaced it with well, this is a pale ale, and people were looking for that like that harsher uh, bitterness.
1: I think people just like a citra pale ale, whether it's has a sharper bittering quality or not.
0: Well, I mean that's true, but giving them side by side. Uh, more people were choosing the untreated one. I disagreed with every single one of them because I'm biased and did terrible. You, did
1: you slap each one of them in the face?
0: you get a slap. you get a slap. <laughs> no, actually, I uh, I brought the keg over so they could drink it and I didn't have to. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> I'm a yeah. smart man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we get out of here? Yeah. All right. Um. I guess, is there anything you'd like to... Just in part on the, on lagering before we, yeah, before we wrap actually, up. Yeah, actually,
1: and so Laosh from Lazy Monk makes some really nice lagers, and uh, he, he said it best when he said, what's the big deal? It's just another beer. You know, if you have fermentation control, it's just another beer. So, you know, brew it, brew
0: it up. Don't be scared of it is what yeah. you're saying. just no. Follow some, uh, oh, wait. What do you mean there's a problem with my sound device? There's a problem with your sound device. Oh, man, I'm going to, are you going to slap that sound device? Ooh, I don't know if I'm <laughs> as slappy as you, man. I don't.
1: you can just start calling me slappy from now on? Right,
0: yeah, you're pretty slappy today. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Um, Yeah, no, but yeah, as, as long as you follow the simple things of uh, massive, massive yeast pitch. Yep. Um, like, Why is this not playing? What the hell is going on? Uh, And then, uh, like, if you have fermentation control, you should be fine. As far as your lager goes. It's just another beer. It's just another beer, friends. Okay. I. What do you mean you can't find my audio device? It's plugged into the damn thing. (laughs) All right, hang on. I have another computer. Because, of course, I do. Sorry guys, you're gonna get your outro music. I know you're. I know you're waiting for it. All right. Uh, there it is.
1: Oh. Whew. Oh
0: and man. Windows Ooh, touch and to go. To a Mac.
1: Touch and go there for a second. Oh well, you know.
0: Uh, if if it's a show without a problem, we fucked up something. <laughs> alright guys uh, thanks for tuning in this week uh, if you'd like to support us head over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today if you have any questions comments show ideas or what have you go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindstudios.com or find us on facebook at facebook.com slash studios. follow us on twitter at ninja and again I want to hear you guys 3D printer ideas because that sounds fun tap handles that was uh, yeah. I, there's this like wood filament that you can get, and like oh. printed in wood. I was looking at that, and you can stain it, and yeah, sh- eh, it's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> all right, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.